Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Hello, and welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, your host, life coach, and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, I'm discussing getting real about safe space. Safe space. We hear it all the time now, especially within holistic healing communities, HSP tribes, LGBTQ communities. The intention of having, creating, holding a safe space, it resonates with those of us who have a lot of empathy. It feels warm to me. It feels enlightened. It feels evolved. It feels kind. In the last few years, though, I've coached and counseled so many who come to me torn up, super upset, because a space was supposed to be safe, and then all of a sudden, it wasn't. When I look at my own experiences of being in safe space, it hasn't really felt very safe to me, even though that was the way it was pitched to me. In any public group thing that I've ever attended as a participant, or even when I've led groups, There always seems to be at least one person who is rude or obnoxious or an energy vampire taking all the oxygen out of the room or someone might even be attacking or really out of control. I remember running a group in my first few years as a counselor, and this was a massive group. This was 30 people with family members in a family addiction group, and about 10 minutes after the group started... Someone's mom showed up, extremely drunk, and walked in the room. And everyone looked at me like, that's not supposed to happen. And it's not supposed to happen. And isn't that part of being alive, that things happen that shouldn't happen? Things happen that aren't supposed to happen. Life is a certain amount of organized chaos. I don't believe it's possible to have a safe space if humans are involved. I do, however, believe that the only real safe space we can learn to cultivate is within ourselves, within our commitments to live with self-love, with self-respect, and a continued commitment to grind off, grind down our critical judgmental edges and learn to incorporate practices of compassion, gratitude, and love. 
certainly there are safer spaces than others. I feel a great sense of relief acknowledging this, actually. It's still a pandemic, so there's not a lot to do in groups to test this out in the moment. But I do find it relieving when I am with others and know that no matter what gets said externally or how bonkers a human's behavior might be in front of me, that true safety is available to me when I am honoring the commitment to myself to be safe within myself. The safety that I can offer those who choose to vulnerably work with me individually or in groups. I'm starting to offer group work this year. I already have the first group going. We started. Maybe you've been in one of my group courses where I do allow people to interact with each other because I do believe even if that gets a little messy, that's right where we need to do our work. That's where we benefit to learn that we don't have to shrink from what's said even when it feels rough or raw or even attacking. As humans, we're animals, and sometimes our worst behavior comes out with each other. I'm concerned that this expectation of safe space everywhere is making people think that they can't handle those things, and we really, really can. So the most that I can offer to be safe and to offer safer space is that I offer a commitment that as the leader of any group or any experience— that I will handle whatever comes up as it comes up to the best of my ability and that I will sweep nothing under the table or under the rug and I will work towards any reasonable solution to any dilemma or conflict that arises. That may be the most honest that I can be about how I can offer space that I can't make safe because I don't have the power. And I don't know that any of us possess the power to go into any space with other human beings and demand or request for certain safeties. Why are you always kind to yourself inside of your own head? Are you critical of yourself? Are you shaming when you make a mistake? It is hard enough for us to own when we are unsafe or mean or cruel to ourselves. So when we get together, that's a very hard thing to honor, that there could be safe space when it's so hard for us to cultivate safe space even within our individual selves. What does safe even mean? Safe from what? From people saying disagreeable things, from bad moods, from intensity, from non-PC words, from irritation, from anger? Frankly, I'm sick of mental health and advocacy influencers telling people that they need safety from these things. I do not need safety from people voicing their true ideas and words. In fact, I prefer someone saying all the things they might say because then I know who and what I'm dealing with. And that feels safer to me than sitting down next to someone who might have hate or sexism or racism or darkness coursing through themselves while they act safe because they've been told this is a safe space and you're not allowed to do A, B, C, and D here. That's not safety. That's suppression. 
And that is what concerns me about the safe space narrative that comes with truly the greatest of intentions, but that it accidentally sweeps these issues under the safe space rug, which is not the same thing as shining light on the issues and working towards change or allowing disagreement and difference with respect. Now, no, I don't respect hatred. I don't respect racism. I don't respect homophobia. But what I respect for the sake of my own peace, for the sake of my own sanity, for the sake of my own dealing with what is instead of an ideal, what I respect is the inherent differences among human beings. I respect the limitations of our education system. I respect the limitations of our experiences as human beings and the limitations of how only I can have my experience and I can't hand another person the wisdom from my own experience unless they really want to learn that from me. I respect the truth that human beings have different levels of insight, different levels of empathy, different levels of compassion, and that human beings, we are all deeply, deeply flawed in growth, in resiliency, in grief work, in spiritual subversion, cognitive dissonance, denial, awakenings, trauma recovery, part of the process, part of the healing path is that we lift the veils. Now, this is a phrase that comes from one of my old yoga teachers from way back, that as we lift the veils of disillusionment, we see with more clarity. When I first saw and heard about safe space as a movement, it looked to me like the way to go. But as veils have lifted over time, what I see with more clarity is that this has backfired and created the expectation that safe space is available amongst the human tribe, that a practitioner can create it, can demand it, that it exists when it is an ideal. What ideals exist in real life, y'all? To me, emotional badass means that we deal with what is, what is real, what is available, and what we actually have the power to pull off. The only part of any interaction, any equation of me as a human being with another human being that I have control over is me, what's going on inside of me, the stories I choose to tell myself, the ways that I can choose to ground myself and calm my nervous system or get activated and spun up and upset. This has been on my mind for a while now. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. It's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history. Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics, Easter Island, 
and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. And before I went on Christmas vacation or the break, I had three people bring this topic up to me in individual sessions. So I do believe this is happening all over our U.S. culture. And I know in some ways it's, it's disappointing to face that, that what we want is this ideal. We really want to be able to create this. When we do the work to acknowledge, wow, I am the safe space that I want. This is where I can cultivate it. This is where I can have it. This is where if I get unsafe with myself, I can correct, I can adjust, I can check myself, I can reframe, I can lean into compassion, I can lean into love, I can lean into help if I get stuck. The more that we cultivate an internal sense of safety and security, the more that I trust myself with myself, the more that I do that, the less scared I am when I am in a group of people, the safer I feel in a group of people, because what I trust is not the safety that has been promised in a safe space. What I trust is that if things go sideways, I trust myself to take care of myself in that moment. And that is the safest space I have ever been in, in any moment ever in my life with myself. If this topic resonated with you, look for our next episode. I'm going to offer a meditation that helps us cultivate the internal safe space that we've always wanted to have for ourselves, with ourselves. And my promise to you is that when you do this work to cultivate that, to trust it more and more and more, you don't have to do it perfectly. I certainly don't. That that is truly the safety and security that you yearn as offered by the ideal of safe space. I want to thank this audience. We have recently hit 2 million downloads. It's amazing. Emotional Badass is downloaded across the world. Thank you to anyone who has gotten on iTunes to give us a five-star review. That is a tremendous way that you can help the show reach other people. That five-star review, it's not about stroking our ego. It's about working that funky iTunes algorithm. And the more five-star reviews that we get, the more iTunes shows new subscribers our show. We get a tremendous amount of messages about people listening to the show for the first time. And finally, oh, it really makes me cry every time because I know how powerful that is to finally have a name for what you are and to know, wow, (laughs) I'm not crazy. There's strength in my sensitivity. I think it's one of the most powerful things that we can learn when we are a highly sensitive person, when we are a survivor or when we're an empath. Patreon is a place where we have exclusive content. Patreon is a place where creative people get supported by their audience to continue their content. Most of you are avid podcast listeners. Most of you are frustrated and don't like the commercials on other shows. 
We are about to hit our third anniversary in the spring, and we still do not have commercials on the show. That's because I know that you don't want to hear them. Patreon is our way of bringing revenue into the show to pay for the time, the effort, the editing, the high-quality sound that you hear, the equipment that we use that, yes, needs updating. So you come to Patreon, you throw us two bucks, you throw us five bucks, you throw us ten bucks. Some of you are very generous and throw us twenty For the past two and a half years, we have been cultivating a body of work there for you as well as on iTunes. So if you would like to support the show and be part of that backbone of the show that is made up of the Patreon supporters of the show, come find us at patreon.com backslash emotional badass. Immediately upon signing up, you will get access to our hour-long live stream Q&As where participants ask me a question and I answer it in video. And the questions are always deep, on point, and practical. You can find more than 30 bonus episodes that are not available on the iTunes feed. And that's a space where I can be a little more intimate. So you might get a little more of my of my backstory if you go there. I want to thank these Patreon supporters of the show for helping us keep the show commercial free and just supporting all the work that we do. I want to thank Genesis. Thank you so much. You were in the Boundaries course this year. I'm glad to see you here too. Light and love. I want to thank Amy, Jennifer, Stephanie, Cindy, Justine J. I want to thank Kathy, Bruce. Ah, Bruce, you were in the Boundaries course too. It's nice to see you in Patreon. I want to thank Brittany, Joy, another Jennifer, Jill Pugh, thank you for being brave using your full name. I want to thank Cassie, Freya, another Jennifer. I want to thank Shannon. Hi, Shannon. I want to thank Ruby, Leah, Tara. Thank you so much. Kaylee Vick, she wanted a full name too. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank Heather. And the last person I'm going to thank is someone who wanted us to use the name Lashomatic. You got it. Thank you, Lashomatic. We really cannot do the show without you. We put in hours and hours and hours and hours of work to bring you this show. Thank you so much. This is such a circle of support and encouragement. Thank you for holding space for me, for my imperfections, for my growth in this role over the years. I'm so grateful. Light and love. And remember that our true power resides in cultivating safety, security, trust internally. And that helps us walk this wonky, wonky world. I'm an emotional badass. You're an emotional badass. Our Patreon supporters of the show, y'all are all emotional badasses. And together we are where Moxie meets Mindful light and love and I will see you for a meditation next time bye bye
you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com.